what up, what up, what up, y'all? Oh my god. God damn. We're the brothers, Mike Hill made it. And Darth Helios, bringing you the smoothest Game of Thrones content. Ooh, so smooth. You're listening to Tales from the Shadow Tower. Shadow Tower. Brought to you by our friends at Van Gossa. We're bringing you theories, theories. Predictions, predictions, episode breakdowns. Everything you want, we got it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our sexy voices. You're gonna like what you hear, I guarantee it. Let's get it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back. Holy shit, we are back. You're listening to another installment of the greatest podcast that ever was or will be about Game of Thrones. Tales from the Shadows. Um, you're obviously fucking with the brothers. I am Mike Hilmeida. And it's your boy, Darth Helios. And we have a special episode for you today. Not because... Ooh, so special. Not because of the long night, but because we got some guests for you today. Ooh, who they is? Introducing our friends. Actually, let them introduce themselves. What's up, what's up? It's your boy, KP of the Academy. Kari Gold on Instagram, Twitter. Author of a blog, has no name. Go look that up. Real good stuff. Real good shit. Real good shit there. Hey, it's your boy Dante. Follow me on Twitter, dwild underscore three. I got quotes from seasons one through eight. You're just going to have to go real deep in that TL for season one. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there. And like I said, this is uh, is a hype episode. So we had to bring in some outside minds to just to. We had to. to. Just to to help with what we're going through. Just the hype is real. This shit is here. My stress level was at 100 the entire episode. Dante, KP, I don't know about y'all, but I was like. For real, that you could feel the tension as soon as the first thing went. Hey man, you y'all gotta come to Hattie's for the for the watch. Yeah, yeah we watched it at a bar. Hattie's Tavern Tavern, uh, out in Plaza Midway. Yeah, shout out Hattie, shout out Hattie. Shout out Charlotte. Charlotte. And it was shout a, out Charlotte. It was a it was a big weekend. Uh, not only did we get the long night, we got Endgame. Endgame. How are y'all feeling about it? Hey. I liked Endgame. It was good, man. I shed a couple thug tears for my man, <laughs> <laughs> my man Tony Stark, man. But true, true. Hey, shout out to the Starks. So. Shout out to the Starks. Power family. Power family. The Starks are real. What do you think, Tony Stark MCU? What's their house words like? I don't know. Ooh, billionaire, philanthropist, <laughs> millionaire, or whatever. Hey. Playboy. Fucking, we're uh, rich. Fucking, we're rich. I am Iron Man. Uh, actually, yeah, KP, you had a funny tweet. I think it was, uh, it was the long nights. The long nights swept in game on their home court. On, their, on their home court, man. On their home you court. You hate to see it. You really do hate uh, to see it. I love to see it, but exactly. That's what I. That's what I quote tweeted is that I said love to see it. So we got a bunch of fiends, and like I said, we're gonna get right into it. Uh, opening credits off the jump. We don't even get a recap of the yeah, episode. Yeah, no recap. Nothing. Just straight into it. And it's straight into Sam just shitting his pants. <laughs> about when this fight's about to start. Like, he's, he's ready to go, but he's not ready to go. And you can, like, you can hear in the background, which is kind of crazy. Like, he's sitting there freaking out, but you can hear, like, the marching of troops and, like, to getting into position. And, like, it gives you that feeling of, like, oh, like, yeah, Sam, like a battle is, like, shit's about to go shit's down. About to Sam, go down. Sam's nervous as hell. As hell. And you know shit's hitting the fan. Tyrion just looks like ominous as fuck, like scared. He just grabs a flag and a wine. He's got like three out. flags three. of wine. Like, oh, like I said, he's back in rare form. Yeah, he's like saying a shit. Duffel. Like, he had it in a duffel, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, you can cut the tension with the knife with the opening like, credits. The way they, they went from episode two 
into se- episode three. Yeah, just like a seamless chain into the episode. Which makes three. sense kind of why they didn't do a recap, just because, you know, from yeah, the, the end of episode two to the start of episode three, it was, what, like ten minutes of yeah. past probably? Yeah, yeah, right. right. So it's, it's easy to see that. Um, and like I said, you can cut the tension with a knife. Uh, Don and or John and Danny still had this like crazy yeah. dynamic. And like you noticed how like when she walked up, like when John walked up afterwards, he like when she got next to him, she like took a step back. Yeah. Like you could tell that it's like, icy right now. Yeah. It's yeah icy. She it's, she is not she's not feeling it right now. It's cold up north, but Danny is the real ice yeah. queen right now. So. Yeah. And you and you see that play out throughout throughout the episode. And like so. we were talking about, you would see this problem just clear up. If John didn't bend the knee after Danny agreed to right. fight, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do he that. Was, he got lost in the sauce. I don't. I don't blame. Him. I ride for Cleesey. I don't blame him, but still, John, come on. Come on he wanted them cheeks, bro. He did. He got them cheeks about five minutes later in the episode. He really moved her up. He did it. Learned a lot. Just a bit. <laughs> Just a bit. Just a bit. And Sansa even calls, uh, kind of calls John out, not to his face, but it was like. Or actually to his face, and you know she says, "Did you bend the knee for the North, or did you bend the knee because you love her?" Yeah, um, hey, whenever she said that, I was like, oh, no, like no. "Yes." So we so we get the opening scene, uh, which we called last episode, at least I did. Um, Malassange yeah. coming out of nowhere. Where the fuck did she come? Where has she been? <laughs> she kind of just walked back yeah. from where the, the yeah. army right. yeah. 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 was like, supposed so to be. From where the army was coming from. So I'm like, did she just like walk through them? Yeah, yeah they like not see yeah, They were all suspicious as hell. What? Um, What's happening? And she, you know, she tells Jorah, uh, "Do you speak their tongue?" Tells him to raise Eric's and proceeds to light what one the first cool scene, the first dope scene in the whole show. Lights. Everybody started on fire and kind of like a wave, like you're at a ball game. Oh, shit. Hey, they, they, they started with a three yeah. from deep, hey, for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I, hey, when they did that, I was feeling hopeful. I was like, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. As, started playing, started yeah. feeling good. All right, we, we which, which is funny you mentioned that, KB, because in the behind the episodes, um, episode, Benioff and Wise even mentioned they're like, they're jumping around from scene to scene, they, they wanted you to feel like, all right. There's hope for the living, and then there you have the down of then art. There's hope again, which right. is I guess this yeah. is beautifully this is written, one, yeah. beautifully directed. It was a hey, 10, 10 out of ten. Yeah. This, is, this is one of those upper moments that we get throughout th- throughout the episode. We get our ups and downs. This is one of those those up moments. And then also, I remember I remember I wrote this down. Like you see, like they pan through all of the army. You get Dothraki. You get mm-hmm. Northmen. You got Unsullied. Right. You got Wildlings. Mm-hmm. You got bodies for the and living. Girls, men Fighting, and yeah. women. That Everybody is out here. That shit hit for the living. That shit hit hard. Um, and let's see. And one thing I like to mention is remember, uh, Malasson said she was going to come back, and everybody speculated that you know, she was going to come back with a fiery hand yeah. um, from Volantis. Yeah, from Volantis. Yeah. Um, if you know the fiery hand, it's like it's the temple, or it's the um, what am I trying to say? It's the basically the the slave army of the god of Valor, right? Of the religion of Valor. So they have a giant army. We just speculated there she was going to come back to Westeros with this army, mm-hmm. but instead of bringing the fiery hand. She lit the Dothraki's fire yeah. hand, which was pretty poetic and pretty yeah, dope. Yeah. Um, and then, then you get, you know, after she you know, walks off like a G, she looks at Grey Warren and says, Valar Margulis. I thought he was done. I said, oh, there it is. <laughs> all all yeah. men must die directly to Grey Warren? That's it. No, man. Uh, and then, like, that was, that was pretty dope. Great way, like I said, first hype scene of <laughs> the hypest episode of the hypest show of all time. 
Um, then you get the Davos Malasanja reunion. Remember what he says, like, if you come up yeah. north again, I'll kill you myself. Yeah, you must go. He's like, no need to execute me, Sir Davos. I'll be dead before the dawn. I'm 600 years old. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The dawn's gonna be my ass. Yeah, like, 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 yeah, you I'm, I'm about to die. So literally, <laughs> let me die. You good. Where, where about you? So off the rip, the Dothraki yeah, charge into. First of all, one of the many complaints, and I think we all talked about this. I couldn't see fucking shit. Like, yeah, yeah man. We we rewatched. I rewatched yeah. multiple times. I had to adjust my TV settings. Yeah, I went to vivid game. You got you had to play around. It kind of reminds me of the Django scene, like the KKK scene, when the guy's like, "Hey, who made these fucking?" Guys? <laughs> and like, he's trying to rip holes. Like look, like trying to look through. And he's like, "Damn, I can't I see, see fucking shit." <laughs> That's like the whole time I'm looking at the screen. Like, you know, maybe we need to pause it. Maybe it's but whatever. But. But uh, uh, like they love doing that in the battle scenes. Yeah, right. that, that's that was, been a theme in Blackwater. Yeah. Like that, they've done that time. They, don't call yeah, exactly. they, they literally don't do shit in the daytime. Day yeah. <laughs> and I think, yeah, I think they're doing it just for kind of like the realism uh, mm-hmm. effect. Because, like I said, they're in, they're in the middle of the night. Uh, visibility is already at all time low. And then, I mean, if they lit it up any like any more, I don't think you'd get that actual feeling all right this is the long yeah. night this is is here it'd be it'd be not as you know emotionally hard-hitting or emotionally effective for the viewers so right. exactly yeah. I, I guess i with everything miguel shapashkin mm-hmm. did um like i said the dothraki run the battle um yeah. and you kind of yeah. see danny like freaks out because one these are yeah. motherfucking dothraki these like these are like People not to be yeah. trifling. Right? Yeah, like, you, don't, you don't fuck with them on open field. Exactly. Yeah. A big thing. I've I've been talking to KP about it for for weeks before the season started. I said I wanted to see the dynamic with the Dothraki right. fighting the Whites mm-hmm. because yeah. the biggest thing with them is not only was the aspect of their prowess at skill fighting, but the the aspect of the fear that they instilled in their opponents. Right. The Dothraki they was, screamers. They would yeah, come yeah, to yeah. cities. And people would just give them money, yeah, it's like, like yeah, just in, like yeah. instead of wanting to see mm-hmm. them on the open field. And you lose that aspect when you're fighting an undead yeah. army. Right. So how does that how does that mess armies. with mess with them fighting? Yeah. You see that first seed. You don't ever see the Dothraki show fear in battle. Like mm-hmm. Jamie said, it's sport to them. Yeah, they come in. The first thing you see when he hits that ice giant, and you you see the look in his eyes, and you know he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, he's like, oh fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dare, so, dare I say the Dothraki got exposed? I've suddenly been getting yeah, exposed for the, seasons, but we got uh, <laughs> well. Let's, let's agree. The Night King was like Greg popping his bitch. You know, he had That's the right scheme. Yeah, he, he had the right scheme. He knew it was and it was absolutely happen. terrifying. Off the rip, all the flaming swords that Malasanda just, just equipped yeah. the Dothraki army with vamp. That took all of what. 15 seconds? 15 yeah, seconds. All of them to be wiped out. And, but, hey, but that visual yeah. of all those lights going out was just... And you also, you gotta remember this too. This was pretty much her entire Dothraki force. So we're right. talking at least... 30,000? Like, I'll, yeah. I'll be optimistic and say 60,000 right. of her 100,000 or so blood riders. It was every yeah. horde. It was, yeah, from, it was everybody. We, we witnessed and, an ethnic cleansing. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> true. Yeah. We and gotta let's, talk let's, about let's that. Let's speak on yeah. this. Yeah. We, we are a podcast about social issues. Yeah. <laughs> Why is the Dothraki in the Vanguard? Why is in my homies, only people of color... <laughs> 
in the first line. Of, like, come on. Hey, that's what they, that's what they do, though. Yeah. Man. We, oh yeah, my yeah, goodness, horrible. We are we're gonna we're definitely gonna touch more on the horrible battle plans that have been <laughs> that have been created in this show. But John has really been getting exposed since he died, bro. I haven't seen this man John, do something. Do well, something he's been trying to get killed again, so that's what he's been doing. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't even want to be alive. So he, yeah, he just wants to be out there. He just wants to die. But like, so Danny's visibly shook. But Doc Rackie are in shambles, and she's fire. like, "All right, I gotta go." Um, and Danny or John says the uh, the dead are coming, or and Danny's like the the Night King's already here. So again, she should be shook. These are her people. Yeah, yeah. She won these people. Yeah, they came to fight for her. And again, mm-hmm. like the people were talking shit about Danny this whole season. But again, you see, as soon as her people need her, she's off. She's ready to go. She's yeah, defending her. That's facts. That's facts. And then, like I, I, I heard this um, earlier. Um, this is kind of like a, a a mirror of during the uh, Battle of the Bastards when Rickon was set loose. Um, when, yeah, when Rick, when Rickon was set loose from uh, from set loose from Ramsay, and John just abandoned the plan and just ran out to go get so him. So Danny kind of did what Danny John did, did the same thing that, that John did, and I didn't notice yeah. that. Just now. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, but like I said, Dothraki and Shambles, and you see this kind of you see some just coming back to the you know to Winterfell. Um, and you just see, you just hear the pitter patter of dead man and just the growls of dead men. All of a sudden, we get a giant fucking wall of dead men. Just a wave. Of more, yeah, like more yeah, like a, a tsunami. Like, they were, they were kind this of was rolling like, this on was top like, of each other. That was honestly, that part was honestly the scariest part in the entire, the entire thing. Because it was like you're just looking out into like the void, and all you see is right. a wave of literally dead people coming at you, ready to kill you. Like that's that's gotta be the most terrifying and thing. I, you can I make. think it's safe to to I guess safe to guess that Ghost is dead, right? No. <laughs> I mean, so watch, Ghost yeah, is dead. watch watch the previews. Ghost like, is still in it. Ghost is in it. That yeah, off screen deaths are cop outs. They did not do that. True. Yeah, because gonna we be didn't bad. see him. We didn't see him again as a, as a comeback yeah, as a white. First thing, so. the first thing I tweeted after the episode after I said. Art is the fucking greatest of all time. <laughs> my only gripe oh, was there. I don't know where Ghost is. <laughs> Horrible Free Ghost placement. Also, Free this ghost. is strike strike two of yeah, the why, battle why plan. Is ghost in the back. Why, why, why is Ghost, ghost in the back? Yeah. 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 He should be next no to handler, handler, but no handler. He should be riding around on the Hey, put him next to the dude who can warg into him. Maybe. Maybe. Actually, that's a valid point. You know, yeah, we have some gripes about this episode. I mean, hey. Not everything's gonna be perfect. I mean, we want what we want, but still, there's some plot holes. We hey, might need a struggle of criticism. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, hey, but hey, we're still gonna watch it in Fanny more time, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, um, but off the rip, John and Danny hit the battlefield with Drogon and Rhaegon and help the forces out to start flaming creepy White Walkers. Um, and then you see John finally notice the generals. Um, he's mm-hmm. all right. Time to go. Time to go to work. Yeah, right. they want to smoke. Yeah, and as soon as you see Rhaegar kind of dip down, you see this hellacious ice storm, like one of like I don't know. This is like Hurricane Katrina times twelve, like, like just he brought, hitting these people. He brought the storm with him, right? Yeah. And and we didn't know he had that ability. Like I don't think it was well, shown to this magnitude. You can kind of see when you see the White Walkers a couple of times. Like whenever yeah. they see him, they have that giant cloud of ice yeah. and yeah, and yeah. The never, coming right up. But you don't yeah. know what you've never seen it like this. Literally. Yeah, not like, with a, yeah. a magnitude of literally dragons can barely fly through. They're yeah. getting they're getting pushed around. Yeah, they were getting they were so Yeah. So this is this is a legit like hell meeting the battlefield like uh, this also goes with the visibility part when we can't we, when we said we couldn't see anything just them flying through the storm it was honestly like just gray on gray on gray 
It was yeah. it was light gray, dark gray, and darker gray. It was very hard to kind of make out, but when you were able to see, because that's what made it more suspenseful. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like you don't know what's happening. Um, actually, when John and Danny ran into each other, I thought it was <laughs> I yeah. thought it was a Night King running into to Danny at first. Yeah, that's what I, 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 I even paused. Like, I was like, "Dark Hoods, they run into each other." Uh, but again, this one of the absolute dopest, Miguel Shaposnik. Great job, great, great, great job with this. Um, and like I said, they are they with these whites. You can kind of tell they are just one hit KOing these people. Yeah, it's it, they're that's the good thing about them is that you can right. get them in one shot and it's then move on to the next. Spotters, but like it's stormtroopers, right? It's kind of yeah. like it's like the fighting polygon squad and uh, Super Smash Bros or one, Yoshi Squad. Yeah. You <laughs> one just one kick, oh, they're off the map. But so. there's like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of them. Which so wants yeah. me to bring the question: How many do y'all think you guys could take if you if you were fighting a long night? What could KP, what could Dante, what, what could y'all do? What could y'all bring to the army? If you give me uh, the Arya uh, detachable staff, man, <laughs> yeah. I might get take out a cool hundred, man. Hey, man, give me, a, give me the Gendry uh, Warhammer, Dragon Glass Warhammer, man. I'm smashing them things to pieces. I mean, Danny was out here getting 15 stocks on whites, bro. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's never Danny touched was, a sword yeah, Danny was catching bodies. Yeah, so Danny so can at least put out 15. She picked up the steel and ready to go. <laughs> So John and Danny are flying, they end up, I guess like I said, they ran into each other, and John lands Rhaegal in the Godswood, I feel like, to kind of protect uh, Bran at that point. Um, and like I said, this storm is so bad, like Danny, like I was, this is when I initially thought, okay, Danny's gonna die, the Night King's gonna run up on her, and she's fucked. Yeah, and then like, on top of that, like going like with the, uh, with on, on the ground floor with the, with the Army of the Dead, it, it pans from like, it really quickly from like Torment or Podrick to Gendry, to Brienne, to Jamie, like, flips through them really quick, and you see all the chaos. It's like never-ending chaos is just happening all around. And um, you see, like, Sam, he's there, and he's... Like, yeah, he's my like, man Sam is on the battlefield. Yeah, he's on the battlefield, <laughs> throwing hands. Not very good, but he's... Hey, he's trying. He's trying. Hey, and he, he gets knocked down, and he, like, you can see it in his eyes. He's like... Yo, Sam almost head. dies, like, three times, yeah. though. Yeah. And John could have saved him one time. Hey, John he, had bigger. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that, yeah. that was big growth it. on John that at was, that moment. Yeah. I, I really respected that. I said, "Wow, saw okay, you finally learned the turn." And yeah. I, I respect that. And <laughs> then you kind of get like the the changing of the tides. Like when Malasange lit lit the, the swords of the Eriks, mm -hmm. uh, you kind of thought, "All right, this is a win for the living." And then, then you get the, the next, comes. yeah. And then and like, the inevitable wave comes, and there's a retreat back to where it fell. Yeah. But um, oh, before we go too far though, we got our first big death right there. True. We oh, got yeah. like oh yes, yeah. Sam yeah. gets knocked to the ground, and and Ed helps mm -hmm. him up. Dolores Ed. Dolores Ed. Nine hundred ninety nine Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Pour some out for my guy Ed. Exactly. Let's pour, just pour one out for him. He didn't want to be there. He just he, he really did. He really did. Who in their Deadpool had Dolores Ed, the first casualty of Long Night? I guarantee you, no one did. No one. Did. I I had him in there, but I thought he was dying at the wall. Like I didn't think he would even make it to this battle. Honestly, as deaths go, I was expecting more for this episode. I thought yeah, I was bracing myself. We for got him. a lot. I can think of, we had, we got a lot of named characters who died, but not. Like really impactful. Mm -hmm. well, I mean, we got one, of course, which we'll get to later. Yeah. But well, I guess technically two. Two. I'll give it two. Yeah, we'll say we got two, which yeah. we'll get to later. But like for the most part, like there weren't really like it's not like Brienne. I mean, died. hey, arguably like, we got the death. Honestly, at the that's, end. That's true. Mm. That's true. Yeah. True. True. Fact. And we'll get to that. Yeah, and we'll, we got a lot more uh, deep dive to get into mm -hmm. Scuba Steve, but. 
I know, like I said, again, retreat back to Winterfell, and I wanted to, to mention the Dovagetis, the Unsullied. Dovagetis. They, they some real hits. They, they are some real. Yeah. Speaking of that, not only are the Dothraki pretty much obliterated, yeah, the, the Unsullied. Yeah, the majority of the Unsullied are, are the majority of the Unsullied are gone. Yeah. yeah, this is like, a shit show. Obviously, yeah. it makes they, the battle winner. They weren't reproducing anyway. So. No. Oh man, <laughs> we didn't have to go there. Hey, whatever my man's Grey Worm was doing to my it was working, bro. It was working. I need to learn. I need to learn. for her. I think it worked for her. Damn it. Yeah, I think the biggest the biggest part with that is the fact one we're gonna talk. I mean, that's another ethnic right. cleansing that the show's doing. <laughs> well, 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 Shots, yo, it's crazy. crazy. Another ethnic Be cleansing. Wise. Come on, what are y'all doing? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll brush over that. But also <laughs> the fact that that when they're doing the retreat, Grey Worm crosses the the battle right. lines in the trenches, and Grey Worm has to pull the plug. Which I to kill which is own. also the re- why I wanted yeah. to point out he's a real one, just because. You could tell, like, throughout the whole episode, if you just pay attention to Grey Worm, every time he takes mm-hmm. off his helmet and puts it back on, he's, like, shaking when he yeah. does it. And he, you could tell he's making, like, a critical decision. All right, it's either my homies or my duty or everyone else. And he just, all right, fuck it. Let's, uh, let's blow the trenches. I like that shit. And you could tell it was a, you could tell it was a tough decision. Um, yeah, you, but, you could see it in his eyes. It was, it, was, it was struggling to do that. And you could tell when they... It, you can tell. You can tell when the Night King brought the storm. It was so cold they couldn't even light the yeah, tor- light exactly. the trenches with uh, with an arrow or with even a torch. Yeah, even with like, and all these shots were hitting too, and none of them were lighting the trench. When um, also when really taken. quickly, that trench was not big enough. It had to be three feet deep, yeah. like when, at, at least. They, like, when I saw it in the last episode, I was like, "That trench isn't big enough because it would take, like, <laughs> you know, just get a couple of white, just get a couple of whites to lay them down on it, yeah. and it'll put the fire out." When, that thing needed to be at least three times bigger and way deeper. To be fair, they're on the time crunch. That, yeah, I mean, that is fair. true. I, I wanted to point out too one with day. the Winterfell defenses, like they look good visually, horrible. but they really didn't do shit. They didn't do shit. Like, <laughs> they didn't do shit. yeah, horrible. Well, I haven't seen good defenses since the Battle of uh, Castle Black. I, I wanted a scythe or something. Right, Can't yeah, drop the scythe with, on them. What, what, is, what did those logs that were on the side of the on the side of the battle? Yo, they got like I thought the they were gonna be able to drop easy. them, yeah. drop them and raise them back up or something. But again, those like, serve yeah. no purpose. See, the, the, but again, this is the army of the dead. If this was a normal army, then yeah, they would they would have been washed. Yeah, they yeah, like, so like right. Danny and John are sitting in the, in the great hall chilling, yeah. and the dust racket just go out there and just wash everybody. Yeah, but so the only thing pretty much with it being this cold. Uh, the only thing that's gonna light this trench is Melisandre's magic. So thank God this bitch showed up. Six man of the year, right? Lou will, Lou will, booming out of Six South One Six man like Lou will, just showing up when she's needed. And like Darth Lily's pointing out, this trench ain't shit. It needs to be at least six feet deeper, but like I said, they're on time. But right? it did take Melisandre a second to like this thing. The yeah, first thing, because you, you could see it on, she was hey, like, oh, Melisandre she, she was, like, she was, she was worried. Like, yeah, because she was, my lord has forsaken me. She was hella confident, because she was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll let that yeah, go. She took her sweet <laughs> ass time walking out. Right, yeah, 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 slow. Taking her sweet ass, like, slow books. And that was super good. And I'm, so I'm gonna say, like, I lit those arcs, it was all good. I'm gonna take my time and, and walk up here right. and like this trench. I'm like, oh, wait, no, they're about to get me in the face. Oh, shit. Oh. So, so Mel, like, like we were saying, was taking her sweet ass time lighting this trench, but finally gets it going. And after this, Danny was finally able to see, you know, where Winterfell was, because thank God. Actually, I have a quick question about that. When, when she lit the fire, 
did did she see a final vision in that in those flames? Because we see we see a light up, we see the flame light right now, and you can see the flames in her eyes. Ooh, like, wow. did she see a final vision Ooh. in those flames? I would, she, I mean, she did later have the conversation yeah. with Arya, so that yeah. could have been when she saw. I, I would say it would be relevant, but she's dead yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah. <laughs> vision only yeah. for her. Mm, it's no just, just speculation. Plugging everything here at Tales of the Shadow Tower. You're welcome. Um, and then, like I said, I, the hound after the torches are light or the trench is, is lit. Uh, the hound again is visibly shook just from the yeah, fire and the dead. I mean, as he should be. I mean, this is like hell on earth yeah. that he's fighting. This is like the seventh level of Dante's Inferno. Yeah, but. and it's, and it was kind of hard making this episode just because or this podcast just because we bounce around from scene to scene, place to place, and it's kind of hard to pen. So very schizophrenic episode, right? Yeah. It's it's it's, it's chaotic. Yeah, yeah, it's very it's emblematic chaotic. of the chaos that's going on in the battle. It, yeah. Time is progressing with all the different characters. You've got different mm-hmm. things happening to different people. You can barely keep track of who's yeah. on your side. You bump into somebody, turn around, and don't know if you need to swing your sword mm-hmm. or, or hold right. back. And like I said, so we just bounce around from scene to scene, and we get then we get the Tyrion and Sansa scene in the crypts, and I feel like you you get some epic dialogue from yeah. Sansa. Yeah, Tyrion's about to do something stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's about to he's ready to do something stupid. Yeah. Sansa saves him too. Yeah, thank you, Sansa. He, he's tired of being useless, man. Yeah. He's taken a lot of L's since uh since he's been named Hand Yo, of the Queen. But he's he he wasn't on his yak. He's back on that yak. He's good. <laughs> yeah, yak don't come. You can't be yeah, yeah, that conversation man. with Bran in the last episode. Something something. Yeah, he he's up to something. something. Yeah. Him and Bran are up to something. And what I like, Sansa actually gives credit to Tyrion uh, for being. I mean, it's, it's like the most underhanded compliment you can get. And you're better than you know Joffrey and Ramsay, but you're still the best. Which, like we've been saying for yeah, a while. Yeah, we've been saying that for a while. So, yeah. do we see in the future a possible Sansa Tyrion wedding? Because I already RSVP. Ooh. What? I'm, I'm, all, I'm here for it. You know, they were married at 14. I'm, I'm here, I'm here like she was that. 14 on the first marriage. Still the best. She gotta yeah. let that go. But yeah. he still didn't hit. But it. he yeah. never touched her, and now she, now they're both grown. Hey, I'm RSVP I, for the KP and Sansa wedding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Simon. Hey, Sophie Turner hit my line, bro. <laughs> so hey, if Joe ain't treating yeah. you right, I will. Yeah. Sophie, I know you're listening right now, um, <laughs> but if you are, give me a call. I'm here for it. Just. Give us a like or something. And one thing, the reason, the reason I was uh, just I was, a crumb like Jorah. That's all he wanted. The Jorah slander <laughs> would end at this podcast as well. No, John slander, no Jorah slander. We're not here for it. Uh, but the one thing I liked about this scene, because I feel like it was kind of foreshadowing and hinting at Tyrion's possible betrayal. When Sansa says mm-hmm. it will never work out, your allegiance is to the Dragon Queen. It would be too messy. And then Masande immediately steps mm-hmm. up. Shut, like, that shut that shit down. Shut that mean shit down. Hey, that's a that's a perfect Bro. black woman yeah. clap back right there. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm glad she's in the crypts, even though the crypts were also fucked. But yeah, yeah let, let's think about that for a second. Actually, like you're down in the crypts, waiting to no safe place. Eight times. Like, while the dead are. Killing everyone upstairs. You're downstairs with the dead, waiting to die. Like, like that's that's <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's that's so fucked up. I mean, the grand. The, where's the, what's the alternative? Be upstairs. Either I mean, way. I mean, yeah, yeah like, like that's at the end of the day. Dead. Where else were they supposed to? Be? In the Godswood? Alternative. Like, yeah, like, like where? Where, where is their safe spot? <laughs> yeah. Go to Dorne. Go to Dorne. Go somewhere. Yes, yeah. scared. Yeah. Bell. Get the fuck Get out. There. Um, but obviously, Masande wasn't too happy about the exchange between Tyrion and Sansa. She just dips out. And we uh, kind of cut to Bran in the Godswood um, with Theon. And he just says, like, all right, I'm going to go now. 
Like, motherfucker, where are you going? <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> uh, we see him flying to the crows. I'm like, okay, well, we're going right, to get like a little yeah. flashback or something. Maybe go back to the last long night, see how they won. Right, get a little bit more information. But no, he but, just wants some airtime. I'm not going to lie, that transition from Bran to the Night King was dope. It was. Yeah, he looked like a, for real, like a video game character, yeah. though. Like, when they had the, the, like, the blurred vision mm-hmm. of the Night King... I was thinking, man, this dude is scary. Hey, Nike got some good FaceTime in this episode. Yeah, he got a lot of FaceTime. Yeah, no, no, no words. No words. He need to say nothing. He can't. Hey, as as far as like villains go, like for for never speaking a word in the entire almost decade of this show's existence, True. this man really incites a lot of fear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's a, and he's ugly as shit too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when when Bran warped into the into the crows, I honestly when he said I gotta go, I was like, oh maybe he's gonna warp into a dragon. I was in, in how bad, but obviously, you know, that would The be great crazy. other question mark? Uh, one, one thing I wanted to point out, because Bran doesn't say shit to anybody, right? Maybe the reason he doesn't say anything is because it's kind of like, if he says it, it won't happen. Kind of like Doctor Strange. Strange. If he tells Tony, then the future won't happen. So maybe that's why he's all quiet and shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I think that's just, just some food for thought. Yeah, actually, I, I wrote this down. I thought this is kind of cool. That, um, that scene where the, uh, the crows are flying... Through the storm, and then we cut to the uh, to the night king. It's like it's that scene is like so disorienting because you can't tell which way you're going, whether right. you're up or down, left or right. You the can't whole tell time anything. in the storm, I feel like you yeah. can't tell where you're going. You can't tell anything, and I feel like that's very like a as a as a as a theme throughout the entire episode, just chaos. Like you don't know, every, like everything around you is going crazy. You don't know what's happening. And that's just kind of that that transition to the night king. Like he like he like embodies death and chaos, and right. that's kind of like the transition that we got. To him, and, really cool. and Miguel, like I said, you fucking knocked it out the park. Genius. Um, mm-hmm. you, it was three zero, and you were sitting dead red, man. Um, yeah, you love it. And like I said, we get that scene. The Night King is like controlling his army because again, these trenches aren't worth shit, yeah. and it takes like ten <laughs> yeah. people to kind of just build a wall. Which honestly, he could have done a lot sooner, but. Yeah, he, he was taking his time. Hey, Night King likes to play with his food, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big thing. I think that we've never yeah. fully. Yeah figured out about the Night King is how autonomous is his is his army? Does he have complete dominion over the so whites? that's one thing I wanted to kind of, I'm glad you brought that up. One thing, because I mean, I know I'm, kind of, I'm jumping ahead, but one thing I thought that we would get from this episode, in particularly, was the origin of the Night King. A little bit more on his backstory, like, you know, what's his, what's his deal? But I think we got you know, the sum of it in episode two when Bran was like, he's going to come for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what you guys think, but I thought that's like the one clapback I have is like, I thought we're going to get a little bit more on this guy. Yeah, I, I wish we knew a little bit more about him, but at the end of the day, this man has never spoken. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think the real villain, no matter how much Don said it was the Night King, I think the real villain has always been kind of Cersei. Yeah, know? and then like, we also hear like throughout, mm-hmm. throughout this like episode that, yeah. and the previous episode is that this is death that's coming. Right. Like they, they keep saying this is like they're not giving it anything other than it's when not it's, it's not because death. death's always been the enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this is the man. This is yeah. something that's all you knew that was always coming. Right. Fuck with these yeah. people and then handle Cersei. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. more he's more of a symbol than a villain. Mm-hmm. Right. That's we we discussed that right. earlier. You can't you can't beat death no matter what. So yeah. And then we then we get kind of um, you know. The, the character KP writes for the most, Arya comes in, she just... The ghost! She comes in just wrecking Murray. everything. Spears, Arya Six. Arya Six. Dude. I felt like, like a big brother at his little sister's graduation. <laughs> <laughs> it was just beautiful, man. I love seeing Arya do her thing. I swear. 
Like before she got knocked on her head, up until that point, Homegirl was unstoppable. She had like a like she, she, was, she, she might have been unstoppable. unstoppable. She was racking up combos, perfect, no damage taken. <laughs> yeah, she was doing forty, type 40 shit. hit combos, like easy. Hey, but, I got I got a lot of shades of Oberyn. Ari with yeah. that spear. That, that, there's a lot of shades of Oberyn. Hey, she's taking all the sand snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Arya, we, we actually got a lot to talk about with Arya. Yeah, kind of coming did. up. But yeah, one did. thing we get with uh, kind of the, the small big character, Lyanna Mormont. Oh, man. Like I said, the gates of Winterfell are breached. They're breached. Yeah, it's, it's over pretty much. And you get this giant white giant <laughs> that comes <laughs> through the damn doors and just knocks Lyanna on her ass. That had a little I got the little bitch. That little yelp hurt me more. It's yeah. like the sound oh, no. that, like when you kick a dog. Like, that's kind of the sound. Like, fucking dare. Like, oh my god. Right. Hey, that's hey, what I think. Hot take. It was her time, man. Hey. <laughs> Yo, but hey, like, hey. like Jorah, like, like all the Mormons. Yeah, all the Mormons. They go out like Jesus. She went out like Jesus. She did go out like Jesus. She got my respect. She got a little mouthy in the earlier episodes. Yeah, she did get a little mouthy. She did check herself. She killed the giant though. She stabbed the motherfucker in the eye. Yes, hey, she went hey. out like a gene to stab this motherfucker right in the eyeball. Rest in peace. That's yeah, a very, very David and Goliath moment. Right? Yeah, exactly. But like I said, at this point, Winterfell is overrun. Um, <laughs> this is honestly like a, it's like it reminds me of the movie Twenty Eight Days Later. Like these these zombies are no joke. Or like uh, a World War Z. Like mm-hmm. especially like a, that that's that part when the, when all the zombies the are like coming like no, was, like all the white workers are coming up over the wall. Yeah. That was like exactly like in the scene in World War Z when they were in Israel. Like they're just a horde of, of white walkers just falling over the wall. And just it is crazy. Like every time like you see them like, when they're in the courtyard, that's all you see, it's just bodies falling down everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah, just falling, getting back up, boom, go. So we're bouncing around from scene to scene, scene to scene. Um after we get the breach of Winterfell, essentially, we get our first dragon fight. And you see, what I think one of the coolest scenes is Amazing. John and Danny flying into the stratosphere above the storm. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was dope. As I, was like, I, didn't know, I didn't know they can go that high. Like, did I, I print this out? Man. Yeah. yeah. Like, that might be my screensaver. Need the, the visuals. Um, and, and then, boom, the Night King is on Danny's ass. On his oh, ass. ass. Oh, shit. So, I think what the Night King kind of shows at this point is she's, he is, is, by and far, the better dragon rider. Yeah, than oh, yeah. either John. He's or the better everything. He's right been now. practicing. He's... Well, he has uh, he has a hundred year or ten thousand years of knowledge to know as well. So. Yeah, I think I think he also has like very overt like warg abilities that that Danny oh. and John don't yeah. don't have. Dan- oh, he's definitely a warg. Yeah, sure. yeah, like but, yeah, for sure, he's definitely a warg. And like we actually had a little theory. I think you did coming up about. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get, um, we'll get to it. And then what I like about it, after we get this like initial dragon scene, like I said, Night King is on Danny's ass. We get the Arya Stark Scooby Doo scene. Yes, and man. Yeah, this was. Oh, this might be my favorite scene of the whole of the whole show. I was sweating, man. Yeah, she. You could tell yeah. like she is legit. She's legit. Like yeah, she, she is going from bookcase to bookcase. In complete silence. Complete silence. Where is the Arya Stark Assassin's Creed game? That's what that's <laughs> that's we need big facts. Like Ubisoft, come on, come get it together. Microsoft, somebody. Like her, yeah, come on. Her theme song is smooth crim- criminal. Like when, like, yeah. she she's playing it right. And I was honestly, when she was going from bookcase to bookcase, I was like, I, my heart was just. Only way they hurt her is from the blood dripping from her forehead gash. Then when he goes under the table, he's not there. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> but 
like yeah. the slept on part is she bumps into a white instant yeah. instant yeah. stab straight through assassin. the chin. Yes. Like that instant was, stab yeah. through that was the bottom of her jaw. That was an Assassin's Creed assassination right there. Like, yeah, just like, assassinated. And you get the equally nastier part of the blood coming yeah. out and the throw yeah. coming out. Yeah, that was <laughs> gross. Yeah, um, and Sansa then, would have screamed. And like, Sansa. Oh, come on. <laughs> there's the. There's no rest for the weary, so as soon as she makes makes it through that door, yeah, they on her ass again. Yeah, she thinks she's good, but... You, we get to nah. see the scene we saw in the, uh, I guess in the trailer, with her running through what we thought yeah. were the crypts. Yeah, the crypt, yeah. yeah. um, the Hound and Bear, they, they know that you know, she's she's in the library, and they go to kind of get her. Uh, and what I thought was cool, because the Hound kind of references it in the last episode, it's like, you're going to wonder why the Lord brought you back 19 times. The reason yeah. I think, obviously, is the reason they kept the Hound alive and Beric alive was to so, keep Arya. So they could protect Arya. Yeah, and, yeah. and the Hound, the she, Hound yeah. explicitly said that last episode. She's like, when did you ever fight for anyone other than yourself? And he said, I fought for you. Yeah. Boom. That's the only thing that shocked him out of his fear earlier yeah, in the scenes was, was him, him seeing Arya in trouble, being mm-hmm. chased by the White. He really loves her. So we're... Arya's running from her lives uh, in Winterfell, and everybody who was anybody watching the show is fearing for, like, oh my god, no, this is not the time, it's not the time. And Beric and the Hound come out of nowhere, and Beric gives one of the greatest throws of all time, just, just yeah. spears the dude oh, right in the chest. Man, that's probably like, like that's, that's a full, like, long sword that he threw. Like a 20 pound like, sword. Right, yeah. Like, like a throwing knife <laughs> that, like, landed perfectly in that dude's back and got him off of Arya. You know he's got bad shoulders, too. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Yeah. Hound sliced like, through he, one. Yeah, one slice all the <laughs> way so it can't, it can't be too hot right now. Time of labor, man. Yeah, he's out at least 6 to 10. <laughs> and... We get we get the Beric and Hound. They finally save her, um, and the whole time the Hound even just fucking manhandles Arya. Picture yeah. up like we gotta go. Yo, how does Beric survive getting stabbed? Right. This is honestly. I kind of took I, that as like him already being dead. Like, dead. Yes. Yeah. That's I, I, I took it too. That um, make that does make sense. A very underrated death scene. I feel like people aren't talking about that much. But that was some G shit. Like he like held the yeah, door. Yeah, he, he held it back. And got stabbed, and then he walked away. Yeah, and then walked away. Yeah. I was like, yeah. how did this dude still live? And caught up to him. Right. And <laughs> caught up. After, after stopping and, and getting stabbed again, and then yeah. caught up to him. Yeah. The the right. giants need him on the O line, man. Yeah. Yeah. Giant, <laughs> giants. This dude. Really no one Exactly. <laughs> this dude. This dude is ridiculous. And we get the um, I guess not the wild card meetup, but like we get the cool meetup, Malisandre and Arya. And Melisandre, I want to reference the quote where she says, and she says, I see a darkness in you. Brown eyes, green eyes, blue eyes, eyes you'll shut forever. Now, when we initially thought this, I mean, I don't know what you guys initially thought. I just thought, well, obviously, she's going to kill a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, people. which we heard this back in season four. But I'm not going to lie three. to you. Three. Season as three. Soon, season three. As soon as Mel said blue eyes, I was like, oh, yeah, holy shit, she's going to kill the night king. Yeah, she's going to kill the king. Yeah, that's what we've been training yeah. for. This is this what we've been waiting for my whole yeah. life, man. Yeah. They, they flipped the order on that as well. So in season three, it was... Brown eyes, blue eyes, green eyes. Right. Yeah. This time it was brown eyes, green eyes, blue eyes. Right. I wish they so had the kept green, the order the consistent. The green and blue switch because a lot of people are thinking the green is for Cersei. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. But, that's what I'm thinking. You know, as well. I think I'm whatever's most hope. obvious, I don't think that's gonna be. It. Yeah, I'm holding out hope for Valonqar, man. And like we like we mentioned before, the Valonqar prophecy. I can see in the shows if it doesn't come true, just because the Valonqar prophecy was never explicitly mis- mentioned in the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. It's only mentioned in the book. So if it doesn't happen, I wouldn't be butthurt, but you know. We also get a little a callback to Stereo Pharrell, the, um, the last thing that Melisandre yeah. says to yeah. literal chills yeah. when this when this chills. exchange. What do we say to the god of death? 
Not to fucking day. Mm-hmm. And she bails. Immediately no. dipped out. And I guarantee when she dipped out, no one's like, no one thought about this bitch again in this mm-hmm. episode. No, yeah. I, I she was yeah. she was I gone for about thirty five minutes. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie, I forgot yeah. about it for a second. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I but, knew she was up to something, but I didn't know it would be so monumental. I'm not. We'll, we'll get we'll get into it. But um, so Arya dips out on her on her mission to save the world, and Viserion lands and blows a giant hole in Winterfell. Um, and we get and we get an epic we get an epic dragon fight we get Viserion versus Rhaegar in my opinions that ended in a tie in my opinion yeah, I that, thought they both got their legs yeah. in yeah, oh, yeah, hey, I'm sure Rhaegar fucked them up man yeah, Rhaegar fucked them up then they fucked each other Rhaegar had a bite through the throat and a scrape on the chest all Rhaegar got was one scrape on the chest hey if Viserion wasn't already dead then Rhaegar would have yeah that's true but it was hard for me to pick out like who was who honestly I was like alright that's Rhaegar that's Viserion I, I saw there's there's a couple of good legs in. Oh and um, oh and quick before the dragon fight there was a brief that was the first wave of attacks on the godswood that was when yeah, we yeah, saw oh, we yeah, saw the arrow. Like I said, there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, 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 yeah. there's a there's a lot of yeah. little things. Oh and quick shout out to Alice Carstark being with yeah, Bran to defend. Right. She, was, yes. she was in the godswood. Yeah, she was there. We, I, we peeped that on our last our last on, on the initial on the initial watch. I looked at Darkhilius and I was like, Yo, is that Alice Carstark? He's like, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm like, damn, poor girl. Yeah, for real. Yeah, pour some out for Alice. But she tried. The car Starks, you know, they fucked the Starks, but she went out like a G. She went out like a G. She went out the Umbers. But Drogon comes in and actually absolutely murks the Syrian. Yeah. From what I can read. Yeah, Rhaegal got all the shots in and Drogon came in and finished him up. With the finishing blow. With the stab dagger. Night King was coming with another ice spear, too. Yeah, he's ready to go. The whole time I was thinking, yeah, John, we're, pull out your sword or something, man. You got to defend yourself because he almost died like three times. Like, Syrian was going at his neck yeah. a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was dope because we get um, we get Drogon knocking the Night King off of Syrian. When that happened, I legit I was like, okay. let's fucking go. I screamed. I was like, go after him. Get his ass now. Get his ass. Um, and you kind of get, and I, when that happens, John goes down on Rhaegon. He's just, you know, thrown from his shit. And, a lot of people thought he was dead. I'm pretty sure Bregoff. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty yeah, yeah. He's in. Yeah, he's in. He's in the previews for the uh, for the next yeah. episode. He's in the Pokemon Center right, right. now. Yeah, <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's rested up right now. Nurse Joy's gonna get him right. He's gonna be ready for uh, the last war. Hey, he earned some load management. Come on. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we finally get. You see, Danny kind of hovering over, and he like she like recognizes. Okay, this is the Night King. Like, First oh, and shit. foremost, as soon as he would have fell, I would have went down to scorched her. Everything. Right. But he just, he like kind of confirms, okay, bet, Night King, Drakars. And we get, which is one of like the craziest things. Because she flames him for about, flamed, like, flamed pulled the trigger. Good, like, like hell seconds. She held that trigger down. As soon like, as she, making sure I'm going to atomize your ass. As soon as she said it, I was like, there is no way this works. There's, it's, it's yeah, the ultimate movie That's the, yeah. for, for four seasons. Let's see. She's, she ran it, it she ran it against the uh, uh, House of the Undying, mm-hmm. prior to Pat. She ran it in the Masters uh, of Asport. She yeah, ran it so against the Masters of Asport, and she also ran it against Bay Slaver's Bay. Mm-hmm. Now the Bay Dragon. It's a good play, but yeah, it's, it's a good play. Yeah. Literally, hey, it's a good. Too. Literally had a hundred percent completion percentage <laughs> on that play. <laughs> I think Drogon got exposed. Yeah, Drogon. Drogon got fired not hot enough. <laughs> um, but one thing I want to point out, because actually, Car, you brought this up to me. 
it was kind of like a Harry Potter reference, which I thought, which I thought was cool. And it kind of re refers to the prophecy of Voldemort and Harry. And mm -hmm. I, I kind of brought this up so we can read it, so you see the parallels. Uh, the prophecy in Harry Potter is, And the Dark Lord will mark him as equal, but he will have power the Dark Lord knows not. And either must live at the other, or I'm sorry, and either must die at the hand of the other, for neither can live while the other survives. Right. So maybe the reason Dragonfire didn't work on the Night King is because the only way he can truly die is at the hands of Bran. Ooh, so, which is why what, what the Night King keeps exactly. going after Bran. And the only way Bran and the and the three eyed Jadens are over is if the Night King kills Bran or the three eyed Raven. Which is what we see. Oh, yeah, I'm all in on that. Which is what we right. see the Night King doing to the original three eyed Raven when he killed exactly. him. And then he was going after Bran afterwards so he could kill him and continue going on with his long nights. See, this is the stuff I wish we knew about the Night King, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. This is more compelling. Did it need to be him that delivered the final blow? Because he always. He could have had his whites or he had three walkers pull up on the first Night King before mm -hmm. he got there. He made everyone stop so he could come. He had to be the one to do it. Just like Voldemort when he was battling Harry in, uh, in the graveyard, he said, yeah. you know, stand back, he's mine to finish. Because he has to be the one to do it. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, which we'll get into, I guess, to the kill scene, but since Arya is the one that technically killed the Night King, I'm thinking that the White Walkers can still come back. Yeah, because the, the, the Night King's mark is still on Bran. Ooh. So, Ooh, was it, it not? Take, it, did it not? Unless it unless it faded off, unless mm. it fades off, and we see it fade off, or so, and we see something about that in the next few episodes, the Night King's mark is still on brand. So I'm thinking that there's still some type of loop to where the Night King can come back. The one last crafter baby out there. Yeah, is it? Is it? Is baby? Sam's kid. Oh, is is Brand the Night King? Question. I mean, that could still be a thing with his mark on him. Which is the reason, like you like you point out, the reason he told his generals to back up. He walked up. He has to be the one to kill him because the three eyed raven is the only thing that's preventing the whole long night. Like Brand said, he is going to come for him. He's going. He's come many times. So in order to end and bring a long night that will never end, he has to be one to end them. And the mm. only way. To prevent a long night from ever happening, Bran has to be the one to kill him, but Bran's in a fucking wheelchair and, and yeah. can't do shit. Alright, so, um, but anyway, you kind of got off a tangent. Yeah. Um, but we see the Night King, uh, after, I'm sorry, after Danny flames this dude, throws the javelin at him, misses, thank God, because I was worried about my Khaleesi. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and after, after the fire goes away, you just see him like look up and just smile. smile. Oh, man. Dude, that, that was like, a cold. The, yeah, that like, grin. Cold. That ain't gonna work, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't gonna work. Try, try harder. And it, it, then we get what I thought was gonna be the epic battle, like the culmination of the whole episode. I thought yeah. we were gonna get John yeah. versus Night King one on one. I needed, King, you coward. needed the <laughs> 1v1. Hey, this this is why John is still number coward. one on the power rankings. If you gotta go, if you gotta call K and Boogie to come and handle you, to come and handle you, then you are shook. This man raised an entire army of A the dead, and then also sick his dragon on John the yeah. last ten minutes to, to keep him away. That yeah, is soft. Now this I understand the KD slander. Made it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. This is, like, on, this is like in the Elite Four in Pokemon when you're on the the champion's final Pokemon and I use the full restore. Exactly. Oh, and then it just proceeds to wipe you out afterwards. Yeah, this, like, this, is where, this is where I started losing hope. I was like, wow, wow, they really might not make it out of this. <laughs> yeah. And what, I, what, what blew my mind, I was like, are we supposed to believe that John's about to go one via thousand with all these White Walkers? Because yeah. he, he raised them all and they cut to the next scene. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Come on. Which, I mean, he clearly took out about three, four hundred of them at the time before Danny came. He, took, he, did, he did his he thing. Did, yeah, he, he did, did his work. Um, and like I said, we go right, right to the next scene. Uh, we're in the Crips, and they're already overrun. The Crips are the safest place. And obviously, we've obviously, been waiting all episode. And which is crazy because, like, when the Night King raised all those guys in front of John, I just thought that he was raising the people in front of John. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about yeah, the other dead people yeah. <laughs> in, winter, in the courtyard. Winter, yeah, also, the gym range. Crypt, like, like, in the what thousand kilometer radius that he probably has, he just raised everybody, even yeah. the Starks yeah. and the Crips. And one thing I want to point out. I definitely thought the Crips were gonna have more implications. Yeah, than that I, was. I for sure. Did. I was. I thought it was like, all right, something's down there helping out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the answer to killing or the, you know destroy the Night King forever is down there. But no, it was pretty much just like a prison for the rest of Winterfell as the battle went on. So. Yeah, because they, they talk about how like they give iron swords to the kings mm -hmm. right. of Winter they to protect them in their slumber or to fight off and, evil spirits. And why put it in opening credits? I thought like it'd be. Like, wait, I don't know. Now, I thought this had more implications than Something that I did notice, though, is that the ones that we see come out of the crypts aren't ones from Stark Kings. They are not. Mm -hmm. They look like, like mainly females. Yeah, they, yeah they look like mm -hmm. mainly females and uh, like maybe like Sega's under something. Yeah. But like they weren't, like from what I, because the ones that are Stark Kings are guys that are sitting down on their thrones with mm -hmm. the, with the, you with know, the iron. Right. But the ones that were popping out were the ones that didn't have the, the statue in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> It maybe uh, so maybe yeah. the sword and and having the direwolf next to you maybe those really maybe, maybe protected. that's what maybe that's what maybe that's what protected those guys from getting out well, but the other one still came mm, out well maybe we'll I mean we probably will maybe we'll get a little bit of information maybe after the the season's over maybe a little more backstory from Gurm. Um, but probably not so we'll we'll be less speculating and, and fan we'll, theory, we'll get so. more info from the books on this uh -huh. but again jumping right from the crypts. Um, you get Danny because, like I said, we're going one v a thousand with John, mm -hmm. and Danny again saves John's ass and just flames every, very close with the fire. You can yeah. tell she was still mad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I also <laughs> said. I said that again. I said she, she singed an eyebrow or something. She got she got something. We appreciate you, policing. We appreciate you, policing. Um, after you know, after Drogon and Danny save John, she's like, he's like, I gotta go and save Bran. All right, go. And she just like, she just stands there. She takes her foot off the gas. Like Danny, what you on. doing? Like you get, bail. Get swarmed. Like yeah. absolutely swarmed. At this point, I'm like, all right, Drogon's absolutely dead. Yeah, like when when she got thrown off Drogon, I was like, that's it for Drogon. I was like, like Drogon's they're about to cover him up, and he's, he's gone because he's not flying. Yeah, he had like, out. like 60, 70 whites on him. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah. then he dips out on Danny. I was like, oh, so Danny's fucked, yeah. fucked. I mean, he was just kind of at that point. He was more like a bucking bronco. He was trying to shake yeah, anything was, that was on yeah. him off. He was and trying Danny, to get Danny free. couldn't he was, stay he was on. Trying to survive. But my dude, Sir Jorah Mormont of Bear Island, saved the Jorah. He makes his last stand with his queen. Like, I think it's safe to say for anyone who fucking loves Game of Thrones, this death scene for Jorah was like Apex. This was this perfect. Was perfect. Yeah. This you, is, couldn't, you couldn't write a better death this scene. This is exactly what he wanted from the from the very beginning. This is what he wanted to fight All and he die wanted for. To, yeah, fight and die for a woman that never gave him anything back. Never gave him anything but loving, but fucking other men in front of him. <laughs> right? Like Dario would. Do, remember when she got done with Dario and he walked up? He said, "Your queen's ready for you." And patted him on the back. I still oh, love him. I still love him. Still, still I, has the set. I can't all love a woman. People. I would not be able to love a woman <laughs> after that. Like sex, still, and he said, yeah. Yeah. Oh, "She's in a good mood." Yeah, he's, he's in a good mood. Like, like as he's buttoning his belt, bro. He's in a good mood. Man. Crazy thing. Oh, this, this dude did all this for a woman that didn't love him back, and that's it's kind of heartbreaking. But hey, but you, you know what? She picked up the steel for him, though. 
We did. Yeah, she she like she he was fighting for her, so she picked up that oh, that, uh, that sword. And I she, mean, she, 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 she also used let's him as a shield. She, she, I mean, she had to. Yeah, let's, she let's, bring to this up. let's bring this up. Danny was a little slow with reactions. Yeah, she <laughs> let him get stabbed like four yeah. or five times. She actively watched him get slashed like yeah, three yeah, times. Yeah, it's it's but, just her first time. But right, time. And this is the first time she's picked up a blade in seven seasons. So she still yeah. took out multiple whites. So which brings back that I can definitely take out these hundred. Yeah, yeah, white white's kind of paper mache, yeah. man. If she's um, if she took it like twenty, then I mean I'm pretty sure I could you know and get like hundred at least. After, after this beautiful death scene with Jorah, we kind of again jump right back to the crypts and what a scene. What I see, with, you know, sounds like Tyrion as this is a love scene. I think at this point they might have fallen in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Sansa already mentioned that she was, that he was the best, and you know they're about to die. So you know this yeah is this like this like final montage of like all the of the music that's playing behind. It's just like switching from back and forth from like the situation going from bad to like absolute worse. Like at this point, everyone is about to die. Like yeah. it's about to be game yeah. over. Shit has hit the fan. Like all of Theon's out of arrows. All of his men are dead. Like the the White Walkers are surrounded, brand mm. like it's it's game time right here. It's it's it's, it's, it's the darkest power. before the dawn. Yeah, I, I felt as though that Sansa and Tyrion scene. I I kind of thought Sansa was was about to kill herself. I thought it was a suicide. Yeah, I, I didn't think that. it was I a love scene. Was I thought she, she mentioned that with Ramsey last time for the Battle of yeah. Bastards. She said, I'm not going back to him alive. Yeah, she thought, she, yeah. she pulled out that dagger and held it a little too close to her heart. Yeah, I thought they were both going to like do like a like a double suicide type type deal. Mm-hmm. And also when she pulled out, I was like, but wait, she can't stab herself because then she'll just turn into a White Walker. Yeah, so but, it's, it's kind of... But a, then again, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's probably, you need, probably need children of the Forest Magic to do that as well. So it's not like you can just turn anyone into a white walker that'd be crazy so they, they jump right into the crypts and like uh like you said the somber music starts playing and at this point because it's pretty much at the peak of the battle i'm thinking everybody's dead yeah all right so this is the music this it it reminded me of the winds of winter at the very beginning when that music was playing Hey, shout out to my man Ramin Jawadi, man. Ooh, he just, yeah, just comes dude, with the hits. Time, that dude, time. Oh, that's who it was? Musical genius. Yeah, that's that's who it was. He, he does all the stuff. That dude is a genius. I swear to God, he is. As soon as it started playing, I'm like, oh, God damn. Everybody's yeah, that's, that's it. That's game over. Uh, like I said, you go to Godswood, you see the, the White Walkers creeping on them. Um, like I said, in, one thing you get with the Godswood, with Theon, you, you get the closure with him. Because, honestly, I didn't give a fuck yeah. about Theon. I, really, I was already zero fucks. None. I could have given two shits less if he died <laughs> three seasons ago or if he died, <laughs> three or if he died on this episode. Yeah. But, what a reclamation which, project. Yeah. Which I think you can kind of tip yeah. to the writers, uh, Benioff and Wise. We went from, you know, not caring about Theon to wanting him to die to not giving a fuck about Theon again to... You know, some closure, like, oh, well, you know, he went out like, he went out like a G. You know, he, he went out head high and, you know, yeah, he got that, tackling death in the face. He got that final acknowledgement that he's always been wanting, like, like since, since the, the deal at Winterfell, he's been wanting to, that acknowledgement that he's a good man. And yeah. Bran sat there and was like, Theon, because you could tell, like, Bran had probably at least looked into the future or like, knew what was about to come. Mm-hmm. This is he when Bran like, comes back yeah. to Earth and is like, Theon, you're a good man. So, again, we're still wondering, where yeah. the fuck is Bran? Um, just took yeah. a forty-five minute intermission, yeah, right? Or something. I, I heard he went to go see Endgame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where did uh? Let's. How did Theon just? Did he go to Arya Spears Academy or like? When I've never yeah. seen this man use a spear yeah, in his life, and this man was like mowing them down. down. And <laughs> I tell you, hey, when your life's when your life's on the stake, yeah, 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 you never know what you can do. And 
Um, and then kind of to, to go back, we were talking about the summer music, Theon's death scene. You get John kind of running to go save Bran, and you, you have the Syrian guarding the gods would. Um, and a couple times, John tried to go past him and doesn't work. He even like runs like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, and goes ducks behind the, behind the rocks. Um, and then he's like, fuck it, I'm ready to die. And he just kind of screams at Viserion like, I'm like, either going to kill this do. thing or it's going to kill me, but... This is this is it right here, and I, and I think a big part of John's running scene is we we see John kind of grow as a character. He's running past people that he, he would normally stop yeah. to save. Sam, yeah. the big one. He's mm-hmm. he's, he's like fucking. Sam, Sam is dead. literally laying on his back crying. crying. First of all, <laughs> Sam spent half the episode crying, laying down. But he lived. shouldn't have <laughs> let, shouldn't have survived. Because I swore like I was like all right, Gilly's writing the story now. Like yeah, Sam Sam can't die because he's the uh, the narrator or the author of this this whole story. The song so. of Ice and Fire. And um, and then we get probably I don't even know how I can build up to this like the right way. off the fucking top rope. Top motherfucker. Yeah. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! <laughs> my fucking bitch, yes. Arya fucking Stark. Arya Raymond out here. <laughs> this was reminiscent of LeBron James block on Iggy. Like, where did she come from? Where did she come Sore from? Sore subject, but yes, it was uh, <laughs> out of fucking nowhere. RKO out of nowhere. Yo, this was insane. If you picked Arya to to wipe out the Night King, you probably millionaire right now. Uh, probably. Um, subscribe to my Patreon or our Patreon uh, if you are. <laughs> um, Which is crazy. Like the way this happened, there was like so much foreshadowing that like led up to this. Like yeah, right. In the, in the first episode, John was like, "How did you sneak up on me?" And then yeah. she was like, how did you survive a knife in the heart? And the was like, I didn't. Which is the exact same thing the Night King did. Yeah, like right in front of the right yeah, tree. In the same spot. She snuck up on him and he didn't survive and a knife in the heart. And it also comes full circle when Bran gives Arya the, the knife in the first place. He gives it to him and kind of... In the same damn spot. In the spot. same spot. And, and, he and, and, and it, was the, it was the dagger that was intended to kill yeah. Bran. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, she also stabs him in the heart. Which back in season three, the Hound teaches her... This is where the heart yeah. is. Like they, they oh my they, god, the Thrones writers don't waste like, any words. They don't, they don't, they don't come on, man. They they don't don't Why do you hate this shit, man? <laughs> exactly. What are your qualms? How do you hate this episode? How dare you? People are hating it. Like they, she went to assassin training for two seasons, and I'm about to, I'm about to publicly, I'm about to publicly apologize to KP of the Academy because I've ripped him oh, for god. years. Years, I said Arya is useless. I don't want to see her training for two years. I was ripping her, and it finally came full circle. I had Arya like seventh in my power rankings. <laughs> I said she's a waste of a plot line. Every time I see Bravos pop up in the title credits, I get upset. <laughs> like I, I really is, gotta apologize. Why she you came watch. in clutch. This is why this you watch. This, this is what it's all about, man. This is what it's all fucking about. It's the phenomenon of the century. There's no bigger Sunday event to come ever. This is bigger than the Super Bowl. This is like a Super Bowl every Sunday. And look, check this. I'm about to make this even more fucking crazy right now. So, about Arya, because I want to get into this. Let's deep dive. We want to deep dive into this. So I wrote wrote this down. Arya, another comparison to uh, Harry Potter. Arya is the master of death. Oh, Let's think about this. Her cloak of invisibility is the fact that she's a master of disguise. She can blend in anywhere and disappear. Yeah. Her resurrection stone are all the faces that she can put on and bring back whoever she wants to bring back. Oh, come on. And finally, her elder wand 
is the cat spot dagger. Oh. The one that she used to kill the Night King. Do and I all, a Deathly Hollows tattoo now? <laughs> and, all, and all three hollows allows her to conquer death, aka the, the Night King. King. Oh. And get this. Oh, oh, and get this, and get this. Who and again, what do we say to the god of death? Not, Not today. today. Not it today. fucking comes full circle. Oh. It's I got chills doing this podcast. Yeah, I, I, this is what this does to her. As she said last uh, episode, she was looking forward to seeing this face. Oh, yeah, she got yeah, it. She, and she got it. To, to be honest, when, when that scene popped up and you had the Night King walking up the branch, because back to what I was saying earlier, when Arya dipped out, the whole time I was forgetting about her, as soon as that scene popped up, I was like, damn, I wonder where Arya went. Yeah. And then when, she, when I was walking up, I was like, holy shit, Arya's brand, and, he's, and she's going to kill the Night King. I mean, obviously wrong, <laughs> but I was around, I was in the ballpark, but this shit, absolutely insane, great yeah. ending, absolute yeah. wild card. I have, I, have, I have another question, so going on, going on with that, if Arya is the master of death, does that have like a bigger thematic meaning throughout the, throughout the show? Because like, in the first season, when, um, when Drogo dies, we hear uh, Miriam Mazdor, she says, only death can pay for life. Mm-hmm. And if Arya is the master of death, and she just killed the living embodiment of death, does that mean that only death can defeat death? But that kind of goes back to what we were talking about with, with uh, Bran, the three Jaden, and, yeah. and, you know, the Night King. Uh, you know, the other has to die at the, other, at the other's hand. So, you know, that's maybe with Arya killing the Night King, the Night King can be reborn again. I don't, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, we, I don't know. This shit's crazy. Who the fuck, man? But all of this stuff from four seasons ago, comes back around full circle in the most beautiful and elegant way. I can't even... It was, it was art. Guys. Yeah, it was it, art. It was. It really was. It's extreme attention to detail. I think now's a good time to also, though, have our conversation about the Night Kings being, like, autonomy over the people. And we, mm-hmm. We've mentioned it a couple times throughout, like, does he have to deliver the final blow? Here you see he stops everyone, but you get a quick glimpse of a walker before right before Arya jumps mm-hmm. and, and you, you see, see that, like, like a wild like you see like yeah. you see the wind move with the hand and the walker's eyes and he looks and then the night king turns around and catches Arya yeah. does are, are the walkers way. autonomous does the night king is he like warding think, all of them I think the, I think it's a hive mind mentality yeah the mm-hmm. night king controls everything in mm-hmm. regards to the whites and the and their generals uh it's pretty much his way or the highway. I don't. I can't. I can't see or imagine General just acting on its own on its own accord. I feel like yeah, like so it's like a high mind type thing. It's like the Night King has like a hundred percent control, and then like his generals have like fifty percent control, and mm-hmm. then his his white army is just are just mindless mindless beings. Yeah, he here. he kind of clicks. He says, "Okay, go into yeah. kill mode," and then he mm-hmm. pauses them out of kill mode. And they were just it's like in a, pause at this it's point. Like, it's like Naruto. From, it's like pain from Naruto. Like, a, <laughs> like a, all the White Walkers, everything the White Walkers see, the Night King can also see. So he, right. see, he sees everything. See, yeah. mm-hmm. And it's just like with Bran and the Ravens. Everything the Ravens can see, he can see. So. And then, and then last but not least, we get Mel's uh, Walk of oh, Atonement. Yeah. Mel's, <laughs> yeah. Mel's Walk of Shame. Atonement out to the Shane. <laughs> she just derobes, throws all the titties. Yeah, yeah, I did yeah, not yeah. like. I did not want to see them titties again. I did. I did think because um, I heard this in, in another review. I thought this was a uh, pretty poetic. Like Mel Sandra shows up and she plays a major role in this battle. Like hey. she, she, she for all, all intents and purposes, she basically like 
holds up the um the, the White Walker army just long enough for Arya to get to where she needs to get. Yep. Played a huge role. But nobody knows about it except for Arya, Jorah, yeah. who's dead now. Ar- Arya doesn't even really know. She just saw Arya. I gotta that's right. That's right. Arya, so yeah. Jorah, Arya, the Hound, and yeah, um, Beric, who's dead, and Davos. But De- Davos also didn't even really see what mm-hmm. happened. So she made a, she had a huge impact on this on this war. No one really knew about. Ain't got no and, awards for that. That's why we're here, man. Yeah, that's why we're here. The but unsung like, hero. Let's pour one out for Mel. We still don't fuck with yeah. you, though. Yeah, we'll man. Yeah, don't fuck with her because you burned Shireen alive, yeah, and that's unforgivable. Yeah, we Sorry. I thought this is kind of cool because, like, from her point of view, she was doing everything that she needed to do to get to that point. To get to that point. Like, whether it was good or evil, she did everything she needed to do. That's real. And that's what Bran was yeah. saying with Theon. It's like, it's okay. Everything you've done has brought you to this point here, good or evil. Yeah. And wow. then that, uh, that, final, that final, her walk of atonement, when she takes off her necklace and then just walks out into the expanse and then fades to dust, that was her final acknowledgement of like, all right, I've done my part. Work and I'm done. Yeah, she knew she was a fucked up person. She knew she yeah. did not deserve yeah. to live in yeah. a world post 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 the, the she, night she knew she made mistakes and she was there to atone for and them she, and she and finally did a lot yeah. of that with characters in the show a mm-hmm. lot of atonement a lot of like just character building off those mistakes so melisandre has a very underrated character development because mm-hmm. when you know when she first started off with stan and she was cocky as hell <laughs> just like just throwing it like mm-hmm. just drinking poison for the hell of it mm-hmm. Then she kind of gets humbled whenever Stannis starts taking these heavy. L's. Heavy. She heavy loses L's. faith in herself, and this was really beautiful to see it kind of come all come all back. Uh, hey, I'm, I like Melisandre, man. Sue me, man. Hey, man. I, I don't. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm Team Davos. I can't forgive somebody who burned Shireen alive. She was literally the most innocent character in the show. I, that that's unforgivable. But, I mean, you did some good things. I think that's a great thing about Game of Thrones. You can say this with a lot of different characters. Like, there's no clear good or bad. Everybody's a complex mesh of making lots of different The only person who's been bad the whole time has been Cersei. Yeah. Yeah. Now, actually, I have another question. So, um... Even Cersei has some redeemable moments with her children, though. That's true. With with the children, that's true. But they're all dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my question is, so um is the Azura High Prophecy bullshit? Oh, uh, here's Exactly. Kind of yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, here's what I kind of my take on it. Um you know, cuz earlier in no season 7, Melisandre's like prophecies can be mm-hmm. can be yeah, tricky. Can be tricky. So I kind of see it as Azor High is kind of like a team effort type deal because you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of different projects. The Last Hero Prophecy, yeah, Azor High, Lightbringer, all that stuff like that. So it was a team. It's a team effort because John he can still be the prince that was promised because none of this happens without John. There's yeah. mm-hmm. there's no Danny up north. There's I mean there's, Danny could be the princess who was promised too because like, right. literally they came together. It's the song of Ice and Fire. Just because Arya delivered yeah. the final blow. Doesn't mean she's that. not there without the, the efforts of John and and obviously Brand exactly. and, and also going with that. Stannis could also be the prince who was promised because without him going up north, John never unites the wildlings and brings them down south. Exactly, we are all the prince who was promised. Exactly, it's a it's a, it's complex, a, it's a complex web of a lot of different characters. And like Masande said in the crypts, everybody would have been dead in that battle without Danny's army. Yeah, yeah. so. so do we get a definitive answer to you know who the prince was promised? I don't think so. I, don't I think it's they're just gonna leave us to speculation, and maybe George will 
finally answer answer the question yeah. when he releases his book. Yeah, maybe we'll get something yeah, from the books. Maybe we'll get something from the uh, prequel. The, the prequel, the Long Night prequel. Yes. So yes. I mean, there's, there's which is also why I think we didn't get too much backstory on the nineteen, just because they didn't want to spoil too much of it for the yeah. prequel. So. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a big. This episode was a huge set up for the prequel they left yes i think i, I think they I see that the yeah. game of thrones has been at its best when it's been about the the complex characters the inner workings between the different houses so they're they're kind of going back to their roots now with mm-hmm. kind of removing the the more fantastical elements of right. it the, i think the prequel is going to lean a lot heavier on, on the fantasy yeah, on elements, magic and, on the lore yeah. on on and all I'm that here and i was telling I'm here for it Mike, you know, I, was, I was telling you earlier that uh, I feel like the the way the long night ended originally is somewhat similar to the way this ended. Mm-hmm. Is there might be more fantastical elements involved, but it's overall going to be yeah, the army of that. living with probably giants children of the thorns and giants, children of the forest and giants, mm-hmm. along fighting along a horde of undead wives. But more magic involved yeah. because the children are involved. The children are involved right. exactly, and you got the first men too, who are as as we know, like ward. Mm-hmm. Exactly. more tendencies and whatnot so. so uh so guys what would you rank this episode for me i gave it 50 out of 10 we have a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people who are hating on it for you know obviously for their own bullshit reasons but what do you guys have man the more i talk about it the more i love it man yeah, this yeah. is this is a this is a hall of fame episode yeah. of game mm-hmm. of thrones man just Go ahead and incredible it. Yeah. it's art testify <laughs> i yeah i mean if you don't like it then close your eyes yeah, shut the hell up. <laughs> go watch Power, man. Exactly. Go watch something else. People that only want action, Testify. go watch. Go watch Dragon Ball Z. If you only like, yeah, come on, man. Hey, man. Hey, That show is zero character development and all battle scenes. That's exactly nothing that's against battle scenes, but that is but, all you need. You know why I'm here. <laughs> you know why I'm here. I, I would. I this would isn't this. Show. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. This isn't Hunter X Hunter. There's no depth here. Yeah. I would. I give it a nine out of ten. I think because there were still some clear elements where they gave a, a couple too many characters. Some. So you saying wins, wins a winner better than this episode? I'm still. Hey man. I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to fall in this episode. Battle of the Bastards. Hell no. I don't no, even have Battle of sure. the Bastards in my top five. So. Battle of Blackwater. Hey, I got Hard Home one. Blackwater two. I see. I'm not, I'm not of the thing. I can't put it over Hard Home yet because Hard Home was the first to do a lot of things. The having the effect of it being novel, it being we didn't know Valyrian steel mm. killed Walker. That's true. We didn't know. Point, yeah. We didn't know that he could raise up the dead like we didn't know that. The depth of his power. We didn't. Yeah, exactly. We saw him bring the winds with him. We saw him to command whites to jump over a cliff to to come out. We got like there. I I. Just because it was the first time, we had a lot of major, major revelations. I don't know if I can put it over hard. Which we referenced in our Battles podcast. If you guys want to listen, check that out. Uh, Dark Helios, what about you? My first watch, I gave it a nine and a half. Because I I just, again, I didn't want to give an episode in the middle of the season a ten. Yeah. Second watch, I gave it a nine and a half. (laughs) Again, because, you know, still, it's not like it got any worse. But (laughs) as we just talked through this, I mean, I'm... Again, so uh, high. Yeah, I'm still high. I got to give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I'm just, just just talking through it and like getting all the details that like, work through. 
Like it's it's even better. Yeah, two two more deaths and it would have been a ten out of ten for me. Like Sam laying on his back crying. You can you can't survive that. <laughs> this man heated on Ed after Ed <laughs> helped him up. Ed got stabbed in the back. He said, "Oh shit!" Yeah, he said, "I yeah. should have been in the crib." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, Santa had the right idea. Like when, when, when she saw that storm coming, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm out, lady out." I'm, I'll see you guys later. All right, so one thing I want to do to just kind of wrap everything up, because uh, obviously the long night's over, we still have the final, the final battle coming up. Uh, so KP, you kind of actually gave me the idea. Going the next week, your current power rankings, top five power rankings. I'll, I'll kind of start off. Obviously, I had to put Arya number one because, you know, she just saved the fucking day. Two, Bran, just because I feel like when Bran was, you know, working, doing his thing, he was setting up the end game to Cersei. But then again, I've been wrong multiple times, so who knows. <laughs> uh, and then three, Cersei, just because she has, you know, the Golden Company, 20,000 armed men and 20,000, you know, hort- mounted horses. Um, and then Danny, just because she still is Danny, my Khaleesi, and then John. And like I said, John's been on the back burner this whole season, so he's, he's lucky for me to be in the, still in the top five. So, what about you guys? Mine's very different. KP, right. Dante, what, what, what you guys got? Number one. You gotta go with Arya, man. Of course, she's, of course. She of course, is of the course. mood of my life, man. I feel like Arya's gonna be at he's the top of our list. Yeah, yeah, he's smitten. Yeah. Hey, Ar- oh, Arya, 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 We'll get to him. Arya, number one, of course. Number two, I'm gonna go Danny because respect. She, she did her thing. She. I was kind of, I was kind of scared earlier in the season. I was like, man, is it, would Danny really die for her people like that? Danny, <laughs> Yo, she Danny, proved yeah. she's, she's yeah, gonna yeah, die she for her people. Yeah, Danny she, slander stopped. She yeah, broke yeah, from, stopped. she broke from plan to go try to save the Dothraki she or said, avenge them or whatever the hell she was trying to do. She said, "Fuck the world, I'm about to go save them." Facts. Yeah. Hey, none of this, like, there is no, there's no battle for the that. dawn without Danny. Like, it's it's, a, it's easily a wash without Danny, and now she has a clear. She knows exactly what she has to do to get what she always wanted. You gotta Bars. go beat Cersei now. That's the only thing left in her way. Number three. I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna go with Bran. He's still he's still alive. He's the still three IJ. Literal literal death tried to kill you, and and you still here. He just chill. He's cooking something up. Um, I think the scene in the last episode where he was talking to Tyrion about his whole life story. And then the scene where he was just kind of, oh, yeah. where he was just zoned out uh, for forty-five minutes. I think I think he's got some, he's got something in his sleeve. Um, four. Damn man, four. I might let's let's put John there because I mean, he still is the heir to the Iron Throne, man. He, mm-hmm. Just like Mike said, he he has been on the on the back burner a little bit, but I mean it's his time to shine, man. He let his girl get a little bit of shine, man. But now, hey. You want that throne, you can take it. And if not, then I'll still respect you because you're a selfless king. Five. Let's go with let's go with Gendry because he's got himself a queen, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, that's, that's how you do it, man. We're here for it. Yeah, that's we're here for it. Hey man, you, you go first. I'm gonna I'm All gonna right. save my okay. hot takes All for right. last. Um, I'll say yeah. So my number one, I feel like our our car our um, our top three are the same. Uh Arya, Danny. And Bran, because I mean, you pretty much went over <laughs> everything that we need to go over there. Yeah. Um, afterwards, I will go Sansa, just because I mean, mm. up until this episode anyway, she has been the bad bitch of Winterfell. Mm. Yeah, like she's she's been running shit, 
And then I'm gonna go five John because again, like he is the right player. He is Aegon Targaryen. Whether you want to whether he wants to admit it or not, he is Aegon Targaryen. So it's time to step up, dude. You okay? You yeah, mine, mine. You guys are wilding. You've been ridiculous. This man is literally the physical embodiment of a song in Ice and Fire. John is number one. Number one on the power. He's been number one on my power rankings before the season. He got better. He flew a dragon. This man found out he was the physical embodiment of an ice and fire. And then to cap it all off, the Night King wanted no smoke with him. No smoke. Man called in Katie and Boogie. He raised a whole army to not see this man 1v1. A whole army. And then sicked Viserion on him to keep him from running up on him at the Godswood. If I, I've never seen a man so shook in my life to not fight somebody. This man said, I want nothing to do with him. That clearly, based off and all the other stuff he's already done to this point, makes him number one. Like, he, he literally was scared of him. He's supposed to be the physical embodiment of death and instill fear in everyone else, and that man was afraid of John Targaryen. He's number one. There you go. You see why? I was like, y'all throwing him at number five. Come on, wild. Testify. Thank you. Testify. Arya. Now, Arya has moved up in my power rankings recently. She, Assassin School, I already apologized for. I was very slept on her, so she's got number two locked down. And a very strong showing with using all her training to kill the Night King. Got Danny at three. I mean, she's, she's the mother of dragons. Most of this, this battle's not possible without her. And she still has two dragons remaining. All um, Aegon the Conqueror needed when he conquered Westeros was 1,600 troops and, mm. and three dragons. Mm -hmm. She, I don't know if she has 1,600. Hopefully she has at least 1,600. But yeah, I don't think she has at least 1,600. She's dwindling, but she yeah. got enough. She's dwindling, because there was like 60,000 Dothraki, 8,000 yeah. Unsullied. Like, she's got to have at least 1,600 troops Plus still fighting for her. Exactly. Yeah, she's got to have something. So she's <laughs> lovers. Sitting, she she <laughs> slid back with, a, with some Mad Queen tendencies, but she made a very strong comeback in the mm. fourth quarter. Uh, so Danny at number three, we got, and Cersei sitting at a strong number four. She literally didn't have to do anything. Everybody else just slid, and she moved up. She stayed. She's got a weaker opponent. Twenty thousand troops, no attrition. But she she's just been sitting pretty. So that that's fresh troops. Exactly to go, to go along with her at least forty to fifty sixty thousand. Exactly. We don't. Well, I don't know if they had forty. Danny kind of wiped a lot that's out true, that yeah, loot train true, attack. True, that true, loot true, train true. attack. Well, I'll, 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 at least half of the yeah. forces were taken out. So Cersei's sitting good at four, and I got Bran at five just because. I don't grade people high off potential. I gotta see it. I gotta see it, man. I've been burned too many times in drafts off potential. I need I need to see it on the court. Show me something, King. You cannot duck out and, and sit on the bench for 50 minutes after you say you're going to do something and just expect me to, to have faith in you. No, I need I need to see it. So whatever we go with Bran, but yeah, I got him sitting at number five just because he's a big question mark. You hear that, Bran? Ascend to your throne, bro. Ascend <laughs> to your throne. Do fly, Raven, fly. Do something. Um, but it looks like that's all we have for you tonight. Thank you for listening to another installment of the greatest podcast that ever was or will be about Game of Thrones, Tales from the Shadow Tower. Uh, like I said, you're fucking with the brothers. I'm Mike Hill Made It. 
It's your boy Darth Hilius. You can find me on Instagram there. Um, and Kari, Dante, where can we find you on the social so media platforms? Uh, Instagram or Twitter at Kari Gold. That's K H A R I G O L D. Yeah, and follow me on Twitter, dwild underscore three. Instagram is dwild three. Yes, yes. Great accounts to follow. We got even better content coming from you next week. Also, if y'all look for some good music, um, check out check out my boy Kari and his uh in, in the academy. Check oh, yeah, out man. good music. Yes. Check us out, man. Day Party Two on all streaming platforms. Day Party Two KP of the Academy. Go check that out. Good tunes for your sunny drinking endeavors. Yeah, stay okay. back in the mix. Probably my favorite a, song. A blog who has no name. Are we, getting a, are we getting an article this week? Uh, Yeah, yeah. We'll be on the lookout for a good Game of Thrones uh, article. I'm going to deep dive into this Arya love affair. That, that was um, The Long Night. So uh, look up a blog has no name. Just go to